I grow up, yeah, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who listens to podcast next to you. And I would listen to 500 podcasts and I would listen to 500 more just to be the man who listened to 5,000, a thousand podcasts and wound up at your door. That's it. Is that it? Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter, and I thought that that was first a rehearsal and then I would join, but I think it's better this way, that Jordan had the solo. We it's never, never been that way. We I don't know why rehearsed. I thought it was like, we do it once and then I join in. I'm, I'm Carter. Merry Mini Monday. I'm Carter. For both of the people still listening, I'm Dosh. I was actually going to be done way earlier, but Carter didn't join in, so I went to the da 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 da. Yeah, that's my bad. I think it was worse. Yeah. I need I'm you Jordan. to who are you? Hey, who are I'm you? Jordan Olson. Yeah. I think I need you to know, Jordan, that my world turned upside down because I thought for some reason you were you were kind of teasing like, hey, it's gonna be I could listen to five thousand podcasts. And I was like, okay. So he's well, like a thousand. I did the math. One thousand podcasts. And so I thought you were gonna start <laughs> and so I was just like, what? Because I was like, I couldn't listen. To my thousand podcasts. <laughs> so, but it would, when it no, turned into week. that's next week probably. Well, yeah, walking five thousand or a thousand miles. What is what's the actual distance there? It's a thousand. A thousand. Um, guys, I want to start our podcast today. Well, it's it's already started. We're here. Wanna, We're here. Whatever plans you had, stuff. I'm sorry, they're gone. We've started it now. I want to do an, an immediate rank you very much, and this Ooh, one is cool. especially themed to. The late great Queen Elizabeth mm. uh, died uh, at the age of ninety six. We're recording on a Friday. She died yesterday. Seventy oh. year reign. I did not know that the. That's um, why England's so wet all the time. Because <laughs> of all the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know that their anthem, their national anthem, changes mm-hmm. to gender. Mm-hmm. So it's now "God Save the King." It's God wild. God Save King Charles the Third. So I was inspired in what Charlie I normally do when I'm inspired is, is read Cosmo. Mm. And I have a list here uh, of, of this year, June 13th, 2022. Now understand this from Cosmopolitan on Online. The 25 best royal movies Ooh. for maximum palace intrigue. Yeah, cool. Are we doing a rank you very much on this or a yes or pass? This is a rank you very much, my friends. Excellent. A rank Perfect. you very much. And if you haven't played rank you very much, it's super easy. You can kind of play it with anything. It's really two chunks stamped if it has something to do with the movie business. But I have here these top 25 royal themed movies, yes, best yes, yes, royal yes, yes, themed yes, yes, movies, yes, yes. according to one person, Leah Marilla Thomas. <laughs> um, so it will be a bit all over the place. Please. These guys get to guess back and forth, and once they miss three, uh, if if their opponent has more guesses correct than they, then it's a win. Mm, cool. So let, let's cool. begin. Who would like to start us here? Jordan, you can go first. Okay. Mm, the King's Speech. Bing, bing, bing. The King's Speech is, this is one of them scrolly boys that does like a cute little, that like says boy. something about it. It's number 13. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 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 The Princess Diaries. A bing, bing, bing. Nice. Princess Diaries is. Number. So it's not just, sorry, just to be clear, it's not just actual 
British Not royals. actual British like, royals. Yeah. Yeah, king, yeah. And, king and queen theme. King and queen theme. Princess Diaries number six. Very good. Very good. Hmm. Let me think. Maybe perhaps... Oh, Downton Abbey, the movie. Oh. They're not royal, though, are they? Uh, it involves the royals about as much as... Anything else with royals in it? They, they, mm. I'm pretty sure the movie specifically involves the royals. That is a bong bong, my friend. Okay. Strike one. I love and hate this list. I'm excited for y'all. Okay. I, al- I literally, okay. every, every online list of movies, <laughs> I'm convinced that they bring in a list of 10. And then somebody's like, 10? What list has 10 things? <laughs> Make it 30. And then they run out of movies, 13 movies in because they only have 10. Yeah. Um, I hate these lists. Okay. Let's go a left field choice. The Sword and the Stone. Bong Bong doesn't make yeah. its way to Cosmo. Yeah. You know, I didn't think it would. <laughs> Hence the guess. <laughs> well, Garsh, I don't know. Um... Best royal movies. The favorite. Oh. Bing, 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 number two. That's oh, good. Oh, wow. wow. Best, best royal movies. It's shocking, sexy, rude, and about a queen you probably don't know that much about. About a queen you probably don't know that much about? Get out of here. Fire you from Cosmo. About <laughs> twice? Get out of here. Boo. The favorite Boo, rules. <laughs> the favorite rules. It slaps. It rips, etc. It does, by the way. It does. It's so good. Each of you have one strike. Those yeah. Is yeah, 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 This is harder than I thought it would be. I know, dude. I just, I don't have much of an interest in royals to begin with. And so my vault in my head does not keep them for very long. Let me do, you both have one strike here. Let me do a yeah. little bit of, of readage here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Because we're in the middle of a round where one of us did, in fact, get one. So let's... Yeah, that's why the pressure's on me now. Let's wait until Doge takes his swing, then we can start to divvy out some help. The Princess Bride. Nice. A bing to the bing. Number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Royal movies are not a traditional genre per se, but that kind of makes picking a movie to watch all the more fun. Stories about monarchs and courts span both film categories and centuries. So pause your rewatch of The Crown, put on a pot of tea, Let's get into the 25 best royal movies. Plus your rewatch of The Crown. Put on a pot of tea. It's great to be queen or king, said the <sighs> subheading of the title. I know my next guess. Very good. Thanks. Man, what movies, huh? You know? Are there any? That is the question. Didn't Denzel just do Macbeth? There's no way that's on a Cosmo There's list. There's no Never way mind. Macbeth is on a Cosmo list. Stupid question. If it was for like Good Movies Magazine, probably. Probably. Can I ask a question Love without GMM? Can I ask a question? I'm going to ask a conceptual question real quick. Ask it then. Would this who, list include who decides who like, gets to rule? Who should rule over another man? Would this list include something like The Lion King? Not The Lion King specific, just something like it. Okay. This list includes. One cartoon. Wow. Mm. Okay. It's not the sword in the stone? Okay. And be hella careful with that one because there's plenty of royal cartoons out there and this one might not have been one we expected. Yikes. Now I want to find the cartoon. 
I know. As, like, a, as like a flex. As like a challenge. Challenge. A challenge. Don't mind if I Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it, Doge. Lock it in. <laughs> Cars too. <laughs> Man, I'm struggling. Is it called Truckingham Palace in the Cars universe? Oh, I feel like it probably yes, is. It is. Of course. Mm, you crazy boy. Powerful. It is honestly crazy how I can't think of a single other movie with a king or a queen in it. That is bonkers. <laughs> Uh, what about the? Isn't there uh, the Great? Right? That's a show. Is that a show? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I, I will. I will give you a pass on that one. The Great it's a good is a show. show. That is a yeah. show. Uh, can I just say the inevitable Queen Elizabeth movie we're getting in the next eighteen months? <laughs> is that allowed? This 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 list is a gift, though. I'm excited. It's gonna make us mad, huh? Yeah, it's gonna make us really mad. Uh, hey, say Bohemian Rhapsody. That band nice. is called Queen. That's very good. No. What if that's number one? Oh, dude, wait, Gladiator. Great guess, Bong Bong. Okay, great guess. Bong. I like where your head's at. The editors over at Cosmo are not so much into Gladiator. I'll tell you what they are into, though, is the movie Enchanted. Bong Bong again. No, they're <laughs> not in it. Y'all both have two strikes. You got one strike on either. I love the swing, though, dude. I really do. You're tired. You're tired. I have now said every movie that we did as part of our series, Summer of Love, Royal Romance. Sure. So I am out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's Cosmo, the princess switch. (laughs) Bong bong. Doge, if you get one here, you win. I'm going to get the cartoon here is what I'm going to do. Oh, Lord. I hate... Thank you very much. It's actually one of my favorite games we play, but it infuriates me so many yeah. times that they're like, best action movies, Fox and the Hound. And it's like, <laughs> eat my lunch. <laughs> we have a hand, <clears throat> excuse me, we have a handful of Discord members on that highest Patreon tier, the $5 tier, uh, that uh, do things like this on Letterboxd and they're much better. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Than this. Infinitely so better. So if you are ever are hesitant to be like, oh, I don't, I don't know what people think. First of all, you don't, care. you shouldn't care. It's not that big a deal. Also, Relax. guaranteed will be better than some of the so-called more well-known ones out there. Mm-hmm. Make your list, y'all. Make you your know list. What people Make do. Lo- you know what people do love at Cosmo though, as like when they're talking about like all our king and queen movies, they're like the best one of all of them is Cinderella. Bong. Bong. No, but but they're like, we shouldn't write it on our list, though. You, you, know? you want to tie? <laughs> Let's tie and just hear the list. Sure, yeah. yeah. Number one. We're going to have to cut eight minutes of silence out of this bit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, the Sofia Coppola classic <laughs> comedy. Marie Antoinette. Okay. All right. <laughs> number All two right. was the At favorite. Number that was super one. impressive. Good job. Uh, they mentioned the princess switch. They said before the princess switch, a Christmas prince, and even red, white, and royal blue. It was this modern royalty rom com, The Prince and Me. Okay. The Princess Bride. What is red, white, and royal blue? That's nothing. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Uh, The Princess Bride was number four. You got that one. The Last Emperor, 1987. They went in through like a criterion type movie in here at number five. Number six was The Princess Diaries. Number seven. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, I had that thought actually. Okay. Number eight. Decided to skip one it of it's two Cosmo. times. 
that the the beautiful Kate Blanchett was nominated as the role of Elizabeth in the movie, just Elizabeth, simply Elizabeth in the 90s, about Elizabeth <gasps> I. The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I was oh, going to guess enough. that. Okay. was number nine. You didn't guess any of the things you were going to guess. Richard III, starring Ian McKellen and Robert Downey Jr. That's okay, number 10. Number 11 so. was Cleopatra, the old Elizabeth Taylor flick. Number 12, Coming to America. Okay. <laughs> number 13, The King's Speech. Number 14, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Whoa. The Guy Ritchie one? Yeah. Number Yikes. 15 of all the King Arthur movies. Yeah. All the King's Men. They couldn't put off his Benedict again. Royal Holidays, number 15. <laughs> number 16, Troy. But not Gladiator. Well, they, they like the... It's, but Brad Pitt is in Troy. Yeah. I was like, hey, man. Number 17, The Madness of King George. One of the many times uh, that Helen Mirren has played a, a king, uh, a queenly character. Black Panther, number 18. Royalty. The cartoon. The cartoon. The cartoon. Is number 19. Anastasia. Okay. Number All 20, right. Dune. No. Number 21, The Man no. in the Iron Mask. You can't put Dune on this list. Number 22, Margot Robbie and Shursa Ronan, Mary Queen of Scots. Number 23, The Young Victoria, Emily Blunt. Number 24, I'll Save for Last. Number 25, a movie I'd never heard of called A Little Chaos with King Louis Fourteenth. Number 24, uh, and I'm going to say this and we'll immediately go into ads. Number 24 is Jupiter Ascending. You're kidding me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Number 24. And we're back. And we found out <laughs> that one of, one of Cosmo's favorite royal movies is Jupiter Ascending. One of my favorite baseball TV shows is The Walking Dead. What does that <laughs> even mean? <laughs> Lana and Lily Wachowski were wild for this one, but I kind of love it. The royal family in question may be far away in space, but they're dramatic AF. You haven't lived until you've watched <laughs> Eddie Redmayne's AF. Pretty Prince throw a tantrum. Even Joffrey from Game of Thrones. That is actually true. That's actually true. Eddie Redmayne's tantrum in that movie is pretty bananas. <laughs> yeah. It's 100%. It's 100% bizarre. 100%. Uh, I had a quick little bit of Star Wars news. We hardly ever do in the news post our ad break, but uh, Lee Jung-jae mm -hmm. of Squid Game fame has been cast in the Star Wars series, The Acolyte. Hmm. Uh, do has anybody stopped to consider that no one cares anymore? That's a, well, that was literally my next question. So, in in the sense of, like, if all of your favorites were put together, Jordan, like, what gets you back into like a Star Wars show? An announcement that Denis Villeneuve and Jake, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, Jake that would, Hall. that would definitely <laughs> pique my interest for sure yeah, for sure there definitely is that kind of fatigue and we've talked about that a lot that helped build five for fighting 
<laughs> for us. It feels like there are two speeds right now with these things, with the MCU, with Star Wars, with these big franchises that are scrambling for anyone to care about anything with any real passion. I think there's two big things that are happening right now. One is that they're taking these huge swings like a Kenobi and just being like, what if we just mess with the canon a little bit? Yeah. Just to spice things up. And what if we do it in a really uninspired way with directors that don't care? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, great, that's the ticket. And then the other thing is you do something like The Acolyte, which I assume is going to be some extended universe pull that nobody cares about because nobody cares about it. Yeah. So it's like, do you not care because uh, nobody cares or do you not care because they're going to beef it anyway? Yeah. Pick, Pick your reason for not caring at this point. Yeah. There is just Boba Fett, and it'll man. be it'll be a te- another television show within that universe. Disney Plus is doing tons of that kind of stuff, uh, especially with having the MCU and the Star Wars universes. Uh, she Hulk has been a fun reprieve. I've actually enjoyed that. Uh, I think it's fun when it's just can be. Its I can't own bring myself to watch it. Sitcom. It's actually I, I have a, a good time. Good yeah, performances. It's fun. Interesting concept that's not trying to do too much. Obviously, there's plenty of little Easter eggs that are like this could change everything, but. I think I know, I'm starting to find out how to sort these things. The What are those, it's like Marie Kondo, what's like the keep and the, and the throwaway? This, like this doesn't bring me joy. Yeah, like this brings me joy and that doesn't. Um, yeah. Among all the wonderful things to watch right now, there really is a lot. I am, I am overwhelmed. Something happens in the fall a lot of times to where the summer is like, oh, I've done everything. Like I've watched all the things and then, when life gets busy again for me, going back to school, everything just drops. Like all at once, there's no normal day that things happen anymore. It doesn't necessarily have to be the weekend weekend. It can be a Tuesday. And now there's two episodes on this Friday and now there's another one on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so I'm behind in the House of Dragon. I'm behind, the most behind you could possibly be in Rings of Power. And I want to give you guys mm-hmm. a little bit of time to talk about that because that is the big energy. Rings of Power is a show that we talked about more than two years ago on this podcast. No, it was one of the very first episodes that we had is when Bezos had announced that he wanted to invest $1 billion into a Tolkien, um, Cimmerillion-esque story for Amazon. I'm going to give you guys some time. I'm going to mute this boy uh, to talk about that because I do know that the Discord is clamoring. Uh, and we're big, we're big Lord of the Rings fans over here. Breaks my heart that I can't be a part of this convo, but the setting wasn't quite right. But I am excited to watch this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my headphones, and then y'all give me a heads up, uh, cool. thumbs up when you're done talking about it. Fair enough. Yeah. So full disclosure, episode three came out the night before we were recording this, and neither of us was able to watch it before this recording. Yeah, so we we're, we're, we're an today. episode behind, I so guess, we've from only seen all you fine folks who watched the newest one this weekend. Two. Now, here's what I will say. I have been a real cynical boy about franchises recently. No secret, you just heard me take a dump all over Star Wars, which is something I used to love. And uh, the MCU is really scaring me and is making me think that it's probably headed the way of Star Wars, if I'm being honest. And I think... I just told Callie this last week that I think we will look back one day soon, sooner than later, and be like, they should have just stopped it in game. It was done. They should have been finished and just gone out on top. Uh, And now they will fizzle. It brings me great joy to tell you, dear listener, my early opinion is that uh, we do not need to worry about this with Rings of Power. This show slaps. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, which is surprising. I think it succeeds in spite of itself to me. Conceptually, I've always had a problem with it. And I think that's because Bezos was only able to purchase the rights to uh, like the Hobbit and the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And so all of the information about the first age and the second age that we see in the show is taken from the appendices of Return of the King. Uh, and so like there are things that happen in the Cimmerillion that we're not able to talk about or show in the show here. And where our characters' backstories would intersect with those moments, we kind of have to write a new fan fiction-y history for them, which is sure. not my favorite, but at the end of the day, it's an, it's an adaptation in the exact same way that The Fellowship of the Ring was an adaptation. And Aragorn's not 80 in the movie because that would look kind of silly. He's 80 Mm -hmm. in the book, but he's not 80 in the movie. So it's a different thing. It's its own thing. And it is is somewhere in between like an incredibly faithful, completely dry adaptation and the absolute bonkers balls to the wall, (laughs) like Shadow of Mordor type of thing where it's like, what is this? Right. Uh, it's fun, man. I loved it. I absolutely loved those first two episodes. Yeah, it is the the lock in moment for me that that it became more than hopeful, but confident that the show had it and had something special was the lift ride up out of uh, Casa Doom. Casa Doom. Yeah, and uh, it was just Elrond and uh, I'm sorry. What's the what's the Durin? Yeah, Durin. It was Elrond and Durin just talking about their friendship. And how Elrond had hurt Durin's feelings. And all I could think was just, this is Tolkien. Like, yeah. Tolkien gives Tolkien gives space for interpersonal relationships to take the forefront instead of backstabbing and betrayal and, like, the real Game of Thrones-y stuff. There's room for now it is friendship end. to matter. It is going to end rough between the elves and the dwarves. Sure, yes. I, yeah. I'm just saying we're building our we're building our momentum on the backs of interpersonal relationships versus yeah. the backs of political promises and intrigue, which is going to make it hurt even more right. once Kazadoom is inevitably renamed to Moria, which means dark hole. Right, it's going to be that extra little twist of the knife. Well, and I mean, Durin's bane is the name yeah. of the Balrog from Moria, and we have yeah. seen Balrogs in the trailer. So no, they're they're going to. That was total foreshadowing, by the way, from Durin's wife of like talking about resonating, singing the mountain, singing the and mountain. like we know yeah. when we should leave it alone, which is awesome because in Fellowship it was always presented as like the dwarves, like blind greed led them to keep digging and unleash the Balrog, but it, in in actuality they were deceived and influenced by Sauron and the return of Sauron, and so. Right. It will make it a little more tragic when the Balrog is inevitably released in the show. Jordan, do you have any theories as to who the stranger is? And um, and you know what? Maybe they revealed that in episode three. Yeah, this could yet. be instantly <laughs> dated pretty bad. Um, I wanted it. Well, not I, I didn't actually want it, but I thought it would be very fun for it to be Tom Bombadil. But I just sort of feel like he existed before the planes of time and space. Yeah, exactly. Even like Tom, I don't even Tom know. Bombadil might actually be Tolkien himself. Sure. No, yeah. I think there's only two options to, in in my brain, which is that he is either Sauron himself, which I don't yeah. think he is. But the death, oh, see, of, I do. The death of the fireflies and the fire being cool to the touch makes me think right. that. It is likely. I think what is more likely and what I hope he is is a blue wizard, a precursor to the greys. Absolutely. 
Yep. Um, because I, I don't know that I'm convinced we only saw one comet fall. I think we might have seen multiple oh, people seeing multiple, multiple comets. comets. And there might be, yeah, yeah. what is it, three blue wizards? Five I think blue there's wizards? two. I thought there was two blue is wizards. Is it just two? Yeah. Anywho, um, I'm not convinced it's Sauron. I, I, I recently um, stopped Try, tried to stop reading like online theories about shows that I like because yeah. I, when I like a theory and it doesn't happen, I get pissed. Um, so I, I don't know what the the online verse is saying. What you think it is, Sauron? I think it is Sauron just because uh, the cool, the fire cool to the touch, the uh, the overhead shot of him in the middle of the crater, like was very like looked like an eye. Oh, for sure. I think it's it. It would be really easy to draw the same symbology uh to Sauron but that was also my other thought is like it it could also be one of the first incarnations of the Maiar as a blue wizard to That's my basically thought. basically warn people uh it looked like the uh I saw a post that was comparing like the constellation the fireflies made with like a figure on the map in the mountain range where uh, Mordor will eventually come to be. Sure. And it's like, okay, so this guy might be trying he's, to get to Mordor. He's either trying to like a set up shop there as Sauron, or he's trying Stop to basically it. go warn the people who live there, get out of here, something bad's coming. My final real, real theory about the show is that Halbrand, the man on the raft with yeah. Galadriel, is the Witch King of Angmar. Oh, cool. Um, he said he's from a land from the south that has no king. He's clearly running from something he knows more yeah. than he's letting on. I just think it'd be really cool to build up a character and then have them ultimately turn tail, side with Sauron, and be the witch. I mean, he could be yeah. from, I don't know where Angmar is, but I know it's from the south. Yeah, that'd um, be cool. Just to, to sort of wrap this discussion up, for me, I would say the performances range from fine to pretty great, actually. Morphid Clark is fantastic. Agreed. Um, absolutely, absolutely love her as Galadriel. Absolutely love, uh, what's his name, as Elrond. Elrond, Completely dude. buy it. Celebrimbor. Celebrimbor is very good. So good. Um, I do miss the, I do miss the like really Peter Jackson-y long hair elves. The elf mullets aren't doing it for me so much. I did see somebody say that the elves are in their 60s Beatles phase, which is fun. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but uh, music, fantastic. CG, fantastic. Yeah. The fights that we have seen have been very cool. Um, the orc was wonderful. Yeah. Oh, dude. So scary. Absolutely so wonderful. Huge. Yeah. I, I don't know names yet. Um, huge, huge fan of the, the elf that is in love with Barney's British girlfriend from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he. Hold on. Let me, let me find his name. Looks like Aaron Deer, Aaron Deer, mm -hmm. some somewhere in there. Um, yeah, that dude. First of all, handsome. Second of all, yeah. looks super cool. Third of all, I'm hoping that episode three finds us watching him come to the end of the tunnel that he is currently heading down. I mean, those hands grabbed him and pulled him to the end, so I he's know. there for sure. I want to yeah. watch it. I'm yeah. very pumped. I don't know. I'm riding high on this thing, man. Me too. I, it's fun. It's it's like really fun and really good in a way that TV hasn't been for me in a while. I need it. In in a way yeah. that in a way that franchise TV hasn't been in a way for me. Sure. For a while. Yeah. I'm deep, deep in the terminal stages of Better Call Saul. Yeah, so Better Call Saul. For me to Saul, say TV yeah. hasn't been good is a little bit of a little bit of a misrepresentation. No, but my uh, some of my some of my cold cold heart over the last six months has been thawed and I'm very happy. I'm very happy. I'm back. That seems like a great discussion. Felt good. Yeah. 
Felt good. Felt we'll good. See. I do have one question. Do we yeah. like our uh, Galadriel? Yes. So much. She's my favorite okay. part of the show. Okay. She's I'm so excited fantastic. <clears throat> Absolutely. Galadriel is already one of my favorite characters. Absolutely so. buy her as a young Kate Blanchett too. 100%. Looks exactly oh. like her. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, as we wrap today's episode, I'm going to read a list. Now, this isn't a ranking anymore. It's okay. a list. Okay. I'm going to read a list of movies to you, and you need to tell me what they have in common. The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Captain America, Civil War, The Fate of the Furious, Frozen, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Part 2, Black Panther, Avengers, Age of Ultron. What do you think these all have in common? We've talked they were about, all We've passed, talked about them on our podcast. They were all just passed over this last run by Top Gun Maverick as the highest wow. grossing oh, films nice. of all time. Wow. Top Gun Maverick is 12th on the worldwide list, and it has its sights set for the top 10, meaning it's only 8 million away from beating Frozen 2. It's only about 60 million away from beating Furious 7, a favorite of this podcast. Wow. And my favorite this, movie of all time. <laughs> 3 million more past that beats The Avengers. That's crazy. Top wow. Gun Maverick. I mean, it's going to happen today's. It's because there's real, real pilots in real planes pulling real G's, and you can tell. <laughs> and you can tell. To, <laughs> lovely media junket there, Mr. Cruz. <laughs> to end today's episode, I'd love to have your name, and I want you to tell me what is the next Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Okay? So our formula here is likely going to be something along the lines of something that already existed, but we're bringing it back. What did we call that? What's the term for that when it's the— It's a legacy sequel. Legacy sequel. So yeah. perhaps it's a legacy sequel. I'm Carter. And it's hard not to stay in the action genre for a legacy sequel. So I'm going to stay there. And not only that, I'm going to stay in the air. And I think what we're going to have here is an announcement, which it's honestly in the grand scheme of things, it's not good for the new Indiana Jones movie. But we do know that Harrison Ford was making another movie. Mm. We didn't know he was also mm. making another movie while he was making another movie. <laughs> He's elected president again to another Air term. Force mm-hmm. Air Force Two. Yeah, no, we got it. Air Force No, Air Force One. It's still called Air, Air Force, Force One. Two. Air Force One. Air Force One Two. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Air Force One Two, starring Harrison Ford. <clears throat> In the press junket, <clears throat> he's like, everybody keeps asking if it's Air Force Twelve. And that's frankly ridiculous. <laughs> Frankly Ridiculous sounds like a think tank, like brainstorm of a new Bond, like Vixen. And they're like, nah, that's not going to be it. No. That doesn't make any sense. It's not sexy enough. Her her name is Francesca Ridiculous. Everybody calls her Frankly Ridiculous. (laughs) Mr. Bond. (laughs) You're Frankly Ridiculous, my dear. You really thought we'd just let you have the diamonds? <laughs> no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> Pull my gold finger. <laughs> That's so stupid. That's dumb. Um, <laughs> I'm Doge, and the real legacy sequel is going to be Star Wars Episode 10, 
oops, all Jedi. <laughs> and in this one, there's nobody with a gun, but yeah, 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 everybody yeah, yeah. has a lightsaber. And it's a total departure for the franchise. Uh, we're bringing in like Trent Reznor to do the music, but there's going to be a lot of needle drops, uh, a lot of, actually a lot of Papa Roach, which is funny that we've been giving Papa Roach a lot of airtime lately because Papa Roach is confirmed to be a featured artist in Star Wars Episode Ten: Oops All Jedi. Yeah. What else is in Star Wars Episode Ten: Oops All Jedi? <clears throat> well, all of them are Jedis. I so. assume it's going to be a lot of Imagine Dragon songs. Yeah. They're going to give some unknown up-and-coming directors a bunch of chances to direct. Yeah. Actors we've never heard of. It's going to be awesome. We're going to find out Darth Vader is actually still alive. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. That'll be great. It's like, I thought it would be funny to joke about that, but it actually does bum me out so much. It's scaring me. It does bum me out so much how Disney lately has been like, it doesn't really matter what it is. As long as there's some Star Wars in it, people are going to love it, right? Right. Kind of feels like my, is what's happening to Marvel as well. <clears throat> uh, I'm Jordan. It has been decades since the end. 13 angry men. <laughs> oh my. They had a boy. It's been decades. The money has dried up long ago. The workers went home. There's nobody left to help because the gift has been squandered. And the man who gave the gift is unhappy with his successor's work. And one night while walking home from the factory, he hears a song from the dark, dark alleyway. Boom. You better run or you're gonna bleed. (laughs) Willy Wonka Retribution coming to theaters next November. They gotta have a colon. Every legacy sequel's gotta have a colon. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.